Welcome to the Hero's Journey podcast. So, because this is the Hero's Journey podcast, I think it's only fitting that we talk about some heroes. So tonight, I'm going to tell you a story. And this story is the story of the Minotaur. Some of you may know this story from your childhood. The Minotaur was an ancient mythological beast that was half man and half bull, the head of a, a head of a bull, the body of a man and the legs and tail of a bull, I think. And it lived in the heart of a labyrinth, which is a very complex maze. Um, and it essentially couldn't escape. And every so often people would be sacrificed to the Minotaur to keep it fed and appeased, essentially. Now, the story goes that King Minos, hence where the name Minotaur comes from. Some people say Minotaur. I, I say I used to say Minotaur when I was a ch- like in school, but Mino- Minotaur seems more right because he was King Minos. He could be King Minos, I suppose. Minos just seems more Greek to me. I <laughs> don't know if that makes sense. So anyway, I'm um, King Minos. He lived on an island called Crete, and he was a powerful, wealthy, successful king. Um, and he, every so often, he would send ships over to a small village called Athens in Greece. Um, and, and Athens is a very small. I, I guess it's a fishing village. Um, very just just simple old kind of um, you know just traditional type of village they're not they're not a warring village they don't have an army or anything like that um so it was very difficult for them to fight back against king minos's soldiers and naval fleet when they sent ships over so the king didn't really know what to do so he made a deal with king minos and essentially said look if you stop attacking us, we will send seven boys and seven, ooh, excuse me, seven boys and seven girls every year. I think it was every year uh, to for you to sacrifice to the Minotaur. So King Minos said, all right, you know, OK, we so will stop attacking you for nine years if you keep sending us seven boys and seven girls. So the deal was done. So this goes on for years, sending these boys and girls over to feed the Minotaur until one day the king's son, Theseus, says, look, I'm sick of sending these kids over to, to be sacrificed for the Minotaur. Like, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to go and I'm going to kill this Minotaur. Now, if you remember or have listened to my last podcast on the hero's journey, this is the stage in Theseus's hero's journey known as the call to adventure. It's the very first stage. There was a problem. There was a, 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 you know, something that made Theseus say, right, I need to get up and do something. I need to go here. That was his call to adventure. So that started him on the very first leg of his hero's journey so he goes over to crete 
and he meets people and he goes through some trials and he gets a sword from here and he meets a girl there and all these hero things hero adventure type things till eventually he gets to the labyrinth which is a very complex maze and he gets in there and he defeats this minotaur and saves the day and everyone lives happily ever after and that's essentially the story there's a lot more detail to it but you can read that story in your own time now there have been many adaptations of this story children's stories books movies i think the film percy jackson and the lightning thief maybe was it had some of was it maybe it was i'm not sure actually one of those kind of modern uh, Greek adventure movies was it Maze Runner maybe I'm not even sure not I'm really not sure actually but one of those films uh, adapted it my point is is that what I just told you is essentially always what we get when we are told the story of the Minotaur there was a bad Minotaur there was a hero the hero came defeated the Minotaur saved the girl happy days but what we never get is the backstory of where the minotaur came from how the minotaur came about because within that story is the real lesson and that is the lesson we're going to try and extract and look at in a bit more detail today so in order to understand everything we just talked about in terms of theseus and how the Minotaur come about. We need to go back a bit. So King Minos, his mother was called Europa. And she was seduced by the leader of the gods, I guess. The king of the gods, known as Zeus. Now, when you look into the Greek mythology, Zeus was known for transforming himself into animals in order to seduce women. And... On this particular occasion, when he seduced King Minos's mother, uh, Europa, he had transformed himself into, can you guess, a bull. <laughs> and uh, he, I think, I think, um, I think Europa rode him into Crete. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if that's a metaphorical riding or a literal riding into Crete. I think it might be a bit of both, but she rode the ball into Crete, hence why King Minos was in Crete. Um, but she gave birth to King Minos, and he was the product of uh, a relationship between Zeus uh, and Europa. And Zeus seduced her while he was in the form of a bull. Now, that is very important. <laughs> Because it leads us on to the next stage. Now, I told you, King Minos was very wealthy, very successful. However, he wasn't always at that level. You see, King Minos had other brothers that wanted the throne before he became king. And they were essentially fighting for the throne. And what King Minos done, he made a deal with the gods. Poseidon, I believe. Um... And said, look, if you send a sign from the sea, hence why I think it was Poseidon, um, 
if you send a sign from the sea, a bull, if you send a bull from the sea to mark me as king, to show my magnificence, to show my power and make me successful and give me the throne as king, I will uh, sacrifice that animal, that bull to you to mark, you know, to yes, thank you, essentially. So anyway, I mean, it sounds like a dodgy deal, but the deal was done and Poseidon sends uh, a bull from the sea, a magnificent bull, I think it's like white and shining and, you know, glowing and whatnot. Um, and everyone's captivated by this bull from the sea. And lo and behold, Minos, he becomes the king, he becomes rich, he becomes powerful, he becomes uh, adored and worshipped and all those things that he wanted. Um, but he doesn't sacrifice the bull. He's so, he's so caught up in how much respect and how much power and how much awe people have for him because of his magnificent bull that he keeps the bull he says look I've, this bull like this is this is the making of me like if i if i keep this bull people will love me people will respect me people will follow me you know so i'm i'm not getting rid of the bull i'm not, sorry i'm not killing it and what he does he sacrifices some other random bull some other white bull uh to poseidon because he thinks, well, as long as it's a bull, Poseidon will be appeased. Well, if you know anything about Greek myths, Poseidon is one of the more treacherous, uh, maybe not evil, but more devious of the gods, the Greek gods. And he's not appeased by, by this substitute sacrifice. So he says, okay, you didn't sacrifice the bull. I gave you what you wanted. You're not holding up your end of the deal. Let's see how you like this. And what he does, he makes King Minos's wife, Pasiphae, fall in love. You know, even to say to fall in love is, is too much. He makes her lust for the bull. He fills her with a lust for this majestic magical beast so much so that she comes up with a plan to sleep with the bull and what she does she gets Daedalus who's like a he's an artist a craftsman a creator she gets him to create a wooden cow that's hollow inside to deceive the bull and she climbs inside of this wooden bull I'm assuming she bends over and she and the the, the magnificent bull sees the cow the cow was a female bull the bull the magnificent bull sees the cow and goes and has sex with the cow but inside of the cow is Pasiphae the king's wife so she uses this wooden ball disguise to have sex with the ball, which is mad, mad bestiality, you know, it's crazy. Um, and she gets pregnant. Now, 
you could you could say it wow like what what's up with this chick well it after all it was the king's fault if he had sacrificed the the um bull like he had promised to when he got what he wanted when he came into his power and achieved everything he was meant to achieve he wouldn't have had that problem because poseidon wouldn't have said all right you you're not keeping to your end of the bargain let's see how you deal with this now what makes it even more interesting is that europa king minos's mom she knew about the plan pacifei had to have sex with the boy and she allowed it she didn't stop it because she herself had sex with a bull see the thing is the bull that she had sex with was Zeus so it wasn't really a bull it was just Zeus in the form of a bull but her not thinking that didn't realise that what would happen was that Pasiphae would give birth to a half man half bull beast and that is where the minotaur come from King Minos's wife tricked the bull into having sex with her and gave birth to this half man half beast and the king was so ashamed that he built the labyrinth in fact he didn't build the labyrinth Daedalus built the labyrinth the labyrinth was so complex that even Daedalus himself nearly got trapped inside so the king had Daedalus build this labyrinth and put the Minotaur in there to hide him from the world, to hide his shame, to hide the shame of his wife. You see, the wife isn't really to blame, although she played her part. And the mother is not really to blame, although she played her part. The only one to really blame is King Minos because he didn't do what he was supposed to do so where's the lesson for us on our hero's journey well here it is sometimes while we're on our journey getting to where we want to be where we need to be we have things and do things that help us get there. For everyone, it will be something different. It will be. It could be a relationship that we're holding on to or in that we're saying, you know, once I get here, I'm going to cut this relationship off. I'm going to get out. Once I do this, I'm going to get out. Or it could be some illegal activities that we're taking part in. You know what? Once I, once I stack 10 bags 10,000 pounds or $10,000 I'm going to stop I'm, I'm going to stop selling drugs I'm going to stop shotting I'm going to get out I'm going to go clean or you know once I do this and this and this I'm going to st- I'm going to get off the drugs and I'm going to get clean I'm going to get you know it doesn't matter what it is we all have these things The problem is, when we get into our promised land, when we get to the place that we want to be, the place that we've been fighting to get to, longing to get to, praying to get to, you know what we do? 
we bring our old selves into our present. We bring those old habits. We bring those old people. We bring those old ways of doing things. Those things that we swore to ourselves, we'd get rid of, we'd stop doing. We bring them into our new found land. And as a result of that, they ruin the new good thing that we find. You had a bad relationship. And you said, you know, when I find the right person, how closed I'm being, how guarded I'm being, how all all these things that are pushing people away. I'm going to stop that when I find the right one. I'm going to stop. I'm going to be open. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be upfront. And you know what? You meet the right one and you stop moving in your old ways. You shut them out. You don't talk. You don't communicate. You judge them. You distrust them because of all the things that happened in your past. And you know what? You push them away and you lose the best thing that you ever had. The best person that you ever had. And you pay the price. You get the you get the job you've been waiting for. The job you've been working for. Pushing yourself. Pushing yourself for. You get it. And then to celebrate. You say, well, you know what? To celebrate, I'm going to have a drink. Because you know what? On this journey to this point... I haven't been drinking, I've been strict, I've been disciplined, but tonight I'm going to have a drink, and you know what, I'm going to have a smoke too, to celebrate. And then you get a taste for the drink again. And you know what, one smoke a week won't hurt, it's all good. But then you're buying regular, you're going to the pub regular, you're having a little bottle of wine in the evenings again you're picking up a score bag that's 20 20 dollars or 20 pounds worth of weed every weekend just to relax just to chill it's just a vibe it's fine but then before you know it you're back into old ways and the drink and the smoke whether you like to admit it or not they're affecting your mentality they're affecting your mind and you know what you lose the job You lose the job. And now you've got no job, no income, and two bad habits. They need feeding. I just use those examples because they're very common things that people bring into their future. They bring into their present. They bring into their newfound land. And that's what King Minos done. He was at a stage where he was praying and asking and fighting. He wanted to be in that position of the king. And he made a deal with God and said, if you get me here, I will make this sacrifice. And he was granted what he wanted. And he didn't make the sacrifice. That is the lesson we have to learn here from King Minos and the story of the the Minotaur. Whatever it is that you're promising yourself, yourself, let's eliminate gods and 
external entities from this. Whatever it is you're promising yourself that you are going to leave behind in order to get to where you need to be, you're going to leave behind when you get there. When you finally get there, you need to make that sacrifice and say, yo, bye-bye, old thing. Bye-bye, old way. I'm done with you. I'm in my new place. I'm in my new space. Goodbye. Because if you do not let go, and you do not make that sacrifice it will ruin you it will ruin you it will ruin what you have and just like Pasiphae and Europa and the Minotaur itself the sun the people around you will also be affected that is the lesson we have to learn for today's hero's journey I hope it's been insightful I hope it's been interesting and I hope to see you or I hope that you tune into the next episode if you're on a platform that allows comments please comment please share please subscribe and if you'd like to support the podcast please do so by finding me on Patreon patreon.com forward slash T H J P the Heroes Journey Podcast patreon.com forward slash T H J P alright see you in the next one